0: On today's Spotlight on KRWC, we're going to take a little bit of a different course than uh, some of our usual programs and talk a little bit about uh, some high school sports information and the State High School League and some other topics. Our guest today is Gary Revnig. Gary is the Activities Director at uh, Monticello High School. First of all, thanks for joining us.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me on.
0: We're going to talk, uh, I guess, a little bit about uh, what everybody has been speaking about for months on end, here, uh, with the uh, the whole situation with schools and school sports and and the whole thing. But first of all, talk a little bit about uh, some of your um, operations at uh, Monticello High School and and what your position there entails.
1: Yeah, well, I just completed my 14th year here at Monticell, um in administration, and um, I have been the activities director for uh, 10 years. And uh, we are a, a member school of the Mississippi Eight Conference, and of course, uh, we're in the uh, part of the Minnesota State High School League. All
0: right, and uh, of course, you know, it has been uh, one of the most strange series of months that uh, anybody can ever remember, maybe of all time, when when things had to, you know, basically suddenly shut down right at the end of the winter sports season and then kind of claim the entire spring sports season as well. Uh, maybe before we get into what's next, maybe just reflect on that a little bit and, and some of, uh, I guess some of us have had enough time to think about it now mm-hmm. to kind of really uh, grip what happened.
1: Yeah, I mean it. Uh, it's been trying times for for everyone, and uh, you feel bad for the kids and all the opportunities they've they've lost. But it's also really important that we um, keep everybody safe and uh, and do everything we can to um, hopefully uh, prevent uh, the spread of this terrible disease, and uh, you know hopefully get back to having activities at the high school level here um, soon. We're hoping this fall.
0: What is the uh, understanding or uh, what are are some of the guidelines as far as, um, you know, the breakdown between if if there's no, uh, I'm talking about this past spring and winter now, if there's no school or no classes, uh, there wasn't going to be any way that that sports could exist without that. Is that uh, a fair assessment? <laughs> yeah,
1: it's a li- yeah, it's a little bit different than what it was back in the spring, because back when this Oh, the COVID started uh, in March. Um, at the at the time when we had to shut down the state tournament and then uh, our spring activities, the governor has had closed the the schools. I mean, they could be used to to serve food and uh, for daycare for healthcare providers, and that was about it. So our facilities were were shut down uh, from the direction of, of our governor. And um, we didn't have the opportunity to go forward with our activities. And, of course, school went to distance learning and and so on. So now things have changed a little bit, and schools have opened up, and we do have some summer activities going on. And so it'll be interesting to see what happens here. He'll be making a decision next week regarding what's going to happen with school. But – That doesn't mean if we don't have school, that doesn't mean we won't have activities. We could still have activities. I'm sure you've seen Um, there's baseball teams, some legion teams are going, uh, town team baseball is going, Uh, there's some basketball um, leagues that are taking place here this summer and soccer and so on. So there's activities that have have, uh, uh, groups have been able to pull off their activities this summer, and um, so that's a good sign for uh, what could happen here in August.
0: I got to think that for everybody involved, from you know the high school league, or you know even the uh, the governor's administration, on down to the high school league, and then down to the schools and everybody else, uh, it's it had to have been uh, one of the most confusing times. I, I don't know. Was there even a playbook for something like this?
1: <clears throat> no, there's there's no playbook, and it's. Uh... Very challenging times for everyone that's involved. And you want to do what's right and you want to provide opportunities, but you also number one priority is to keep people safe. So um, not just the athletes, but the coaches, the fans, the officials, uh, everyone. So a lot of big decisions. And there's so many variables that come into play right now that, you know, until and, and you, you're sitting in meetings, you don't even realize some of the issues. But, I mean, transportation, we're not sure how many students uh, we can even put on a bus. You know, so that's that's going to be a big hurdle. And what happens if someone does test positive for COVID? Does the whole team get shut down? And so there's still a lot of questions that need to be answered before we can move on here. But I think we're getting closer. Uh, when the government or the governor makes his announcement next week, that'll that'll really set some things in motion. And uh, a lot of us ADs and, and the high school league, everyone's working uh, behind the scenes here, getting ready and preparing for different scenarios as as we move forward. So... We are, we are hoping um, to, to have all of our activities and, and offer all of our sports next year, but they might end up being in different seasons. So um, we we'll just have to wait and see what happens here, and hopefully we'll know more within the next two weeks here.
0: Let's uh, shift gears here for just a second. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, you have a new position with the State High School League. Why don't you tell us what that is and uh, some of what um, that is Work is with the uh, state high school league.
1: Yeah, I um, recently uh, was voted in uh, to represent region 8 AA and 7 AA with the Minnesota State High School League. So that's 32 high schools, and it's a four year position. So I'm looking forward to it. I just got out of a, a long four hour meeting here this morning and just uh, doing some orientation, trying to figure out exactly what that all means and what I'll be doing. So uh, it's a new position for me. I've worked with the high school in various roles over the last 10 years, uh, but it'll be my first time uh, being on the board of directors.
0: And so along with that, do you have, um, uh, I'm trying to envision what it's like, do you have uh, a vote per se for certain things or you're, you're there to just kind of voice opinion over the schools uh, or for the schools that you represent?
1: Um, Yeah, I mean, I'll definitely um, need to keep all the schools um, updated with uh, things that are happening with the high school league and decisions that are being made. And, and yes, I'll be, um, you know, one of 20 members that will be uh, voting and and making decisions as we move forward here with uh, return to play and policies and and so on. So, yeah, a lot of big decisions. Uh, Like you said earlier, you know, it's just uh, kind of uncharted territory here. Um, so, we uh, we're doing what we can, and and we're trying to stay positive. And but it's a very busy time right now at the school, you know, within the schools and uh, for the high school league.
0: Break this down even farther for your coaches uh, at the school, and well, I suppose it's probably uh, safe to say for for the other schools that you represent as well. But for Monticello, for instance. I would imagine that the coaches have got to be uh, kept in the whole loop on what's going to be going on, and they're just as anxious as anybody to know.
1: Yeah, I was joking about that today when I was on a conference. I was in a Zoom meeting with the other some other board members and the high school league executive members, and um, everywhere I go and anywhere any of them go we get asked the same question. Everybody wants to know what's going to happen. What do you know about football? What do you know about fall sports? And and what are you thinking with transportation? Can we have fans in the crowd? Uh, you know, all those great questions and uh, just not prepared to answer anything at this time. And uh, hopefully we'll be able to answer everything, like I said, within the next few weeks. So it's going to be a really busy, challenging time here. But uh, uh, we're going to... Uh, try to do what's best for students. We need to keep everybody safe and um, hopefully still be able to provide some opportunities.
0: Kind of tells a story, uh, I would think, as far as the, the whole scope of education of, um, you know, how important these, uh, not only sports, but the other activities as well that students participate in, the other extracurriculars, whether it be the arts or, um, you know, a combination of all of it. It kind of is... Um, all a big uh, part of the the education experience.
1: No, ab- absolutely. Um, the fine arts and and with the sports, I think combined, they they mentioned that we oversee almost a hundred activities during the school year. So um, I'm not even aware of of some of the things that uh, being a new board member that that we all oversee so it'll be a big learning curve for me as well being in this position and um, i'm looking forward to the challenge
0: do you know a lot of the members that you're now serving with i understand uh chris thompson of buffalo also uh, has been um given a, a similar position too
1: yeah um she just finished on her board her four years is up um she was uh, on the, uh, the, uh, the board of directors, I believe, in a position for the from the Principals Association. Uh, she's one of the principals, assistant principal at Buffalo High School. So, heard uh, great things about her and what she did and heard during her four years. So, um, I'm sure I'll probably be calling her and and leaning on her for some advice and some help um, as I get going here. But yeah, she just wrapped up her term, and it was great having her in the area on the board and. Hopefully, uh, the area schools will feel the same way, having me on it here now starting in August.
0: And you already know some of the other representatives. I'm sure you've probably had um, uh, dealings with some of them from time to time.
1: Yeah, yeah, I I recognize a few of them um, from just uh, through all the, uh, our Association for Activities Directors, and um, definitely recognize a few, and there's some familiar faces just from being in administration, so... Yeah, I definitely know some. Uh, a few of them I've met now. I've probably had three Zoom meetings, so um, I'm getting to know them quickly here and uh, um, very impressed with the people I've met. Um, they're outstanding individuals. They're very professional, and and uh, they have their heart in the right place. So I'm looking forward to working with them.
0: Let me ask you something uh, a little bit different um, uh, as far as, as we're going forward here, and if we do progress to some sort of... Uh, activities being allowed what kind of changes are you expecting with the facilities themselves i mean do they um the people that take care of the facilities the upkeep and cleanliness i suppose it kind of goes to a whole different level
1: yeah i mean it's definitely trying times but uh the the great thing like i said earlier is uh, we're pulling it off right now um i'm standing out here in the parking lot at montaso high school as we talk and I'm looking out at the tennis courts. We've got a youth tennis tournament going on um, that we've held every year, and they're able to still have that, and they're practicing social distancing, and and, uh, I'm sure they're wiping things down here uh, throughout the tournament, and our custodians are just doing a a great job. I happen to also coach the town team for Monticello. We are practicing social distancing. We've got uh, hand sanitizer in the dugouts, which I've never seen in all my years of baseball. Um, you know, uh, just all the precautions that they recommend, people are taking them, and they want to have their activities. People want to have their activities, so they're going to have to follow the guidelines if, if we're going to be able to continue to offer things, and And people are willing to do that, which is great, um, so we can get out and play some of these activities.
0: Yeah, I mean, the uh, last thing that anybody wants is to, you know, see anyone uh, affected adversely because of, uh, you know, an athletic event or any other kind of an event. So, I mean, it's kind of in everybody's best interest to uh, to to keep things as directional as possible.
1: Oh, absolutely. And from what I can tell, I think people are, are doing a great job, and, and hopefully we can get this under control and, and get back to normal here. So um, it's been a very trying last six, seven months.
0: What do you have on the agenda next? I guess everybody is kind of waiting now on uh, the governor's decision as far as what is going to be happening with schools. Is that the first thing that has to happen? And then from there, it pairs down to what's uh, going to be going on on the sidelines uh, of that?
1: Yeah, I, we're, we're waiting. Um, I know as a school district, at every school district in the area is planning. The governor has told us, you know, there's three scenarios – number one, back in person, uh, number two, distance learning, um, like we had to do to wrap up the school year, and then a, a form of a hybrid schedule that um, schools can come up with where it would be a combination of, you know, students in school but also um, doing some distance learning. So we're, we're in the middle of planning that here in our school district, what it would look like if, we, if that's the direction we're told to go. Um, and it's the same way with activities, okay? So if... We're going to have activities. How can we keep football players safe and have football? How can we have soccer? What do you have to do to host these activities, cross country, and so on? So, um, like I mentioned, uh, we're the high school league's goal is to try to have all sports and fine arts like we do every school year, but um, the seasons might change. They might look it might look a little bit different here, depending on uh, what happens here with this COVID and. And, um, you know, we may have to move some, some sports around uh, so we can offer them. So, for example, a fall sport might have to get moved to the spring and maybe a spring sport to the fall and, and so on. So we're, um, we're looking at all that. And like I said, the next two weeks, it's going to be a lot of important decisions are going to be made that will affect the families and you know, the students in the state of Minnesota.
0: Gary Revening is our guest, uh, Activities Director for Monticello High School, talking a little bit about uh, the situation with uh, schools and uh, school sports and other activities. Um, give me a perspective of, of kind of the feedback that you're getting from students. Uh, and I suppose in some um, way, shape, or form, their questions are very similar to the same questions you're getting from uh, you know, other members of uh, the community, but what's the student and student athlete perspective of all of this?
1: Well, I, I, think, um, you know, they, they definitely want things to get back to normal, but they also understand that, you know, we're not quite there yet. Um, they want to have their activities and, you know, they're looking for it. They've already lost a lot. Our students have had to give up a lot here. Um, but so they want things to get back to normal but they they also understand that they need to be patient and um they need to be flexible and kids are resilient they're amazing um they're already bouncing back I'm seeing our kids in working out here this summer and we've got positive attitudes and they're looking forward to to the school year and they're excited for it to get going and they know this school year will probably be like none other and um I think uh they will embrace the challenges and they are going to be successful and they're going to take, take the challenge head on here uh, when we lay it out for them.
0: Sounds good. That sounds like a, a good thought to maybe end on here, Gary. Um, any last thoughts um, as far as uh, what you want to tell uh, the community itself? Uh, I know you're working just like every other school district uh, across the state and, and trying to put into place uh, some different scenarios here, but uh Give us a final word on on what's being done and, and what other people can do, too.
1: Yeah, I guess I'll just end with um, we just need to stay positive. Uh, everyone needs to keep working hard. The student-athletes need to keep training for their sports, working hard, and anticipate that they're going to have a season so that uh, when the time is is uh, right, they're ready to roll and they have a successful high school season. So I just want to wish all the, the uh, schools in your listening area um, a great 2021 school year and wish them the best as they compete in their Minnesota State High School League activities.
0: Well said. Thank you, Gary. Uh, Gary Revening, Activities Director for Monticello High School, our guest on Spotlight today. Thanks for your time, sir, and uh, we'll talk to you uh, again in the future.
1: All right. Thank you. Have a great day.
0: That's today's Spotlight on Radio for Rye County, KRWC.